welcome to Stories of Faith and Hope, the podcast that inspires your faith and gives you reason to hope. I'm your host, Joel Sutherland. You know, as we look at the news, turn on the television, scroll through Facebook, sometimes it's really easy to get discouraged because we're looking around and there really isn't a whole lot of good news out there. Now, obviously, this last week, we have had some good news. The uh, The world kind of held its breath for that soccer team to get rescued, and, and they did, and that was such a wonderful example of good news. But those examples of good news seem so few and far between. Um, several months ago, Dr. Henderson and I had a conversation about this very topic. And at that time, the news was especially grim. There were a lot of things going on. And uh, there were a lot of natural disasters happening, several hurricanes, things like that. And you remember very well um, what was happening at the end of last year. And so we had this conversation about what did all this stuff mean? Is it something that we should be discouraged about? Or is it something that we can find faith and hope in? And uh, so it was a very interesting conversation. And we actually end up talking quite a bit about one of the chapters in the Bible where Jesus sits down with his disciples and talks about the signs of his coming and relating that to the things that were going on in the news at the, at the current time. So I hope that you enjoy as you listen to our conversation and that you get something out of it. Here it is, my conversation with Dr. Henderson. Well, Dr. Henderson, I don't know if you've noticed the news lately, but uh, there are a lot of things going on in our world, aren't there? Yes. I'm afraid I'm hooked on the news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems like there's always something new on there, right? Yeah, I have to finally turn it off. I yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's always changing. There's there's different headlines, it seems like, every week. I mean, we're we're recording this on, on September 21, and by the time this airs, the, the news that we're seeing right now is probably going to be completely out of date and replaced right. with something else. Right. Um, there's Maybe just, even worse than what we see right now. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, right now, we have Hurricane Marie that's that's going through, and you were saying right. that you have some, some relatives that, that may have right. been affected by that. My grandson's wife... Uh, is from Puerto Rico, and all of her family still live there in Puerto Rico, and wow. they've been very concerned because they've not been able to be in touch with them yet. Wow, and that kind of that just makes it so much closer to home because it's easy up here in Tennessee to think, well, all yeah. we'll get is a little bit of rain, maybe. Yeah, but uh, that really brings this to home of how how drastic this is, and of course, we're still um, recovering from Irma and from Harvey and. And all of these these hurricanes, not to mention the the earthquakes that have been happening, two of them in Mexico recently. Yes, um, I know my wife's family um, that they were there in some of the places from the first earthquake, and uh, I believe that they've been in touch with with them now, and I think yeah. everything's all right. Um, On the way here today, I just heard that they feel that they have evidence that there are still three children mm. buried under the rubble of that school oh. that collapsed. Mm -hmm. And they're feverishly trying to get all that rubble off so they can get to them. Wow. And they hope they'll be able to get to them in time. Wow. They rescued one, you know, two days ago. Oh, I hadn't heard that. A little girl. Wow. But they think there's at least three more that they have evidence that 
they're probably still there and alive. Wow. And, you know, it's, it breaks your heart. It does. It really does. It really does. It's, I can't imagine what those parents go through. Mm-mm. No, it's hard. It's so, it's just so hard to imagine. And, yeah. um, and then I heard that there was there was another earthquake that they called it a preliminary earthquake off the coast of Japan, and I'm not sure oh. if that means they're expecting a bigger, a bigger one to come. One. Yeah, um, I just saw that today. Um, so there's and there's so many things going on, not to mention the political and the yeah. um, and the sh- showdown between North Korea and the United States now that, that right. seems to be escalating, and North Korea trying to show its power over Japan. And, right. Um, it's just all these things that are happening and my mind goes back to the Bible. And I know, I know the, uh, the purpose of this, this radio broadcast is to talk about stories of faith and hope. And so far this doesn't sound very hopeful, (laughs) but, uh, hang on with us and and we're going to find the hope in all of this. But I thought we'd just look at, um, Luke chapter 21, um, just I'm just going to read a, a verse here and there, a little bit of context for this passage. Um, Luke chapter 21, Jesus had been in the temple, and um, and Matthew and, and Luke kind of talk about different aspects of, of Jesus' time in the temple. But, but as Jesus and his disciples leave the temple, um, in Matthew, it kind of sets it up very well that Jesus had just said that the house of Israel was left to a desolate and that he was leaving for the last time. And, uh, and after he had left, the disciples come up to him and say, well, Jesus, look around at the temple, this beautiful place. You know, how, how can you say that it's left desolate? And, and Jesus says, well, there will be coming a day when not one stone will be left upon one another. And, and the disciples hearing that, in their mind, they were thinking, that must be the end of the world. If the temple is going to be destroyed, the end of the world must be here. And so they ask Jesus the question here in Luke chapter 21, um, verse 7. They asked him, saying, Master, but when shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? And their idea, and Matthew phrases it a little bit differently in that the disciples ask, you know, when will these things be and when will, what will be the sign of your coming? Um, but basically they're asking, you know, what's going to happen? And yeah. they're thinking this is going to be the end the of the end world. Of the world right. And so Jesus masterfully gives over the next few verses a an idea of what will happen not only at the destruction of Jerusalem when the temple was destroyed in 70 AD, but also some signs that are going to happen before his second coming, the end of the world. Right. And so he, he blends both answers together. And so that's the background, the context for this. And I'm just going to read a few of these verses. Um, go ahead and, and read this for yourself sometime and just look at all the different similarities and the parallels that we have. But um, I'm just going to read verses 9 through 11 right now but when you shall hear of wars and commotions be not terrified for these things must first come to pass but the end is not by and by then said he unto them nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and great earthquakes shall be in diverse places and famines and pestilences and fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven now does that sound anything like what we've been seeing in the news and talking about Sure does. Does. 
I mean, just... And, and the idea here, as we think about wars and, and, and these things, you think, well, there's always been wars. But right. have you seen... And you look at you look at the history of the last you know two thousand years since these words were spoken, and you look at kind of the big history, and then you look at our modern time, and it, there seems to be an increase in frequency and intensity and casualties right. of war in in the twentieth century and the twenty first century seems to be um, even worse than the twentieth century was, <laughs> and and so I don't know what do you think that do you think that this could be implying that you know it's it's a more intensity or a greater number of wars? I do. I really do. Now, some say, well, it's just better communication that uh, because we can know what's happened almost instantly all, anywhere mm -hmm. around the world, mm -hmm. that we're more aware of it uh, rather than it being more common and uh, happening more often. But I think statistically, it it definitely is happening more frequently, mm. and and certainly much more tragedy type uh, incidences are happening, and more widespread too. Right. I mean, you have always had, and you still have the tribal wars and and little local wars. But you look at the twentieth century and and you know the world war, World War One and World War Two, mm -hmm. and even Vietnam and Korea and, right. and the Cold War and and how it's more of a global war rather than a, a little local war. Right. And, uh, and the war on terror now and ISIS and right. how much of the globe that impacts. I mean, to think we've been at war in Afghanistan for 10 years. It's incredible. And uh, don't see an end in sight. No. Really. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've just gone to a state of constant war. Yeah. And it's just... We have multiple enemies on multiple fronts, it seems. and um, So, yeah, I definitely see that as kind of a fulfillment. But it does say here, when Jesus was telling the disciples that, that this doesn't mean that it's the end. Right. You'll just hear this stuff, and as it gets closer. Um, and then verse 11, which we read, earthquakes, famines, pestilences, um, all of those things. And, and we see that happening as well. Um, Let's let's jump a little bit ahead and uh, let's see. I was going to read verse twenty five. Verse twenty five. Jesus talks a little bit about the destruction of Jerusalem there just before that. Um, verse twenty five, though, he says, "And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring." Men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Now that's interesting because mm -hmm. I know, I know, um, you know, there are always things, things happening, especially with the sun and the moon and the stars. Um, but again, I think the in increasing, um, just the amount of them, and, and I think each one is a reminder of this. I think of the eclipse that happened um, recently. And, you know, it's just a reminder again that, that there, are, there are signs that the, the sun's darkened and um, it's a reminder that the end is coming. And then, of yeah. course, the sea and the waves roaring. We've seen that with the, with the hurricanes and um, tsunamis. Tsunamis, yes. Um, 
Did Mexico? I'm trying to remember. I know they they were worried about tsunami. Did did that actually hit Mexico? It it wasn't as bad as they were okay. expecting, okay. right? Um, you know, they were expecting really a a high ten fifteen feet mm. uh, high, but uh, I think the highest was around five feet, something okay. like that. Good, know? good. Yeah, I couldn't remember what had happened with that. Um, yeah. And then, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, we're in the period of this Earth's history that we're going to see more and more yes. of these types of things happening, I think. We are. We are. And it's just greater intensity and greater yeah. amount and, and number of them. Um, verse 29 and uh, verse 30, we start getting into our hope section. Um and uh, verse 29 says that he spake to them a parable. Behold the fig tree and all the trees, when they now shoot forth, ye see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. So likewise ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. So Jesus uses the example that that uh, we we use in a different way right. of of looking at plants and seeing when their leaves come out and knowing that summer is near and um, in, in Israel, the, the biggest indication of that was the fig tree. And when its leaves started to grow, then they knew that the summer was coming. Right. And so as these leaves started appear, to appear, it may not be summer yet, but summer was just around the corner. Right. And so Jesus is saying, as you see all of these things, all of these different signs happening, then know that my coming is near just around the corner. And then I wanted to uh, to end. We we have a couple more minutes. We're we're running out of time here, but I wanted to spend a couple minutes and and kind of end with with I think one of the most hopeful verses in this chapter, and that's verse twenty eight, Luke chapter twenty one and verse twenty eight. Jesus says, "And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh." Right. It's so exciting to me. That as a, as I look around the news, I know a lot of people are afraid. They're not sure what tomorrow is going to bring. Right. But to me, I can't I can't be afraid because I know that each one of these just means that Jesus coming is is that much closer. We have a hope. We do. We do. Yes, and I really feel sorry for those who don't have that hope. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Bible says men's hearts failing them for fear of what's coming on the earth. Yeah. And uh, I think that's almost becoming a reality now. It is. It yeah. is. People are so afraid. You talk right. to them and they... And and they're just not sure what's going to happen. Right. Um, and it's and it's on so many fronts. There's weather. There's there's war. There's um, there's prejudice. There's um, right. you know these protests and the violence involved in that. And and there's just so much uncertainty. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that this is a program of. Faith and hope. Yes, yes. And so, and, and the, I know I said I'd end with verse 28, but there's one more um, that I think is important, verse 33, 
that says that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Jesus promised that no matter what happens, right. his word will come true. And he's promised that he will come again and, and take us home. And I'm so excited for that day and so glad that, that no matter what's happening around us, it points forward to a, a Savior that's coming very soon. And there you have it. That is the good news. That is the hope. That is where we draw our faith as we look around the world and see things falling apart. Because we know that God's word is true. It will stand forever. And we know that Jesus is coming soon. Well, next week, my guest is going to be Dorothy Jean Salhaney. She is a member of our church here in Lawrenceburg. And she shares some of the stories about the founding of the church here in Lawrenceburg and, and the hospital. We had a, our church ran a hospital at one time. Dr. Henderson has talked about that on occasion. Um, the school that we have here and uh, her family goes way back here in Lawrenceburg and back to the history that we have here. And so I hope you enjoy. And uh, here's a little snippet a little preview of my conversation with Dorothy Jean Salhaney. We always lived in a little tent behind the big tent, and we were pitched the tent right next to the jail, and the folks in the jail could listen, mm. you know, what they could hear. But we used to go over and put chewing gum up in a little can, send them up. They wanted some chewing gum, so we uh-huh. sent some chewing gum <laughs> up in the can. And we were very careful to not send them anything that... Police knew what we were doing. Uh-huh. You know, no problem back then with uh-huh. all the mess that we've got now. I cannot wait to share with you the entire conversation that I had with Dorothy Jean Salhaney next week. Well, that about wraps it up for today. You can find us on the web at faithandhoperadio.com, on Facebook at Faith and Hope Radio. We are on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Play. Subscribe to us on your favorite medium and give us a five-star rating. Our music was provided, as always, by Dexter Britton under the Creative Commons license. Thank you once again for listening, and I hope that you are having a blessed day. Until next week, have faith.